raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. This is the Pat McCrory Show with Bo Thompson on News Talk 1110-993 WPT. Welcome back to the Pat McCrory Show here on WBT. And a reminder, 1130 this morning, special inauguration coverage with yours truly, Vince Coakley and Brett Winterbull. But, uh, Governor, we are kind of in that midpoint where President Trump is in the air on his way to West Palm Beach. Uh, the president-elect is in church, and uh, we're seeing video feeds from Capitol Hill as they are getting ready for this ceremony in just a few hours. Well, let me tell you the political dynamics uh, that often happen during transitions, especially from a losing candidate to the winning candidate, <laughs> and even at times when that's not the case. And that is this, the candidate or the president leaving is going to try to put an emphasis on the history books on what they think their accomplishments were. And that's what President Trump basically did today on the tarmac of, uh, Air, of uh, Andrews Air, Air Force Base. Mm -hmm. um, he reviewed some of his accomplishments, uh, the economy. He really emphasized, he made a point of telling the people of the United States that Joe Biden is inheriting an economy is, that's going to explode. In other words, that's if it does explode, Trump can then, then say, you see, I told you it was going to explode because I left the apparatus for it to happen, while Biden will try to take credit for it exploding. Now, if the economy falters, <laughs> Trump has the now reason to go, I set it up for a booming economy. You screwed it up. Biden will come back and say, I was left with a, a horrible, horrible government and economic structure that that resulted in this recession. So they're both setting themselves up to present an argument for the history books. This is not unusual in any type of transition, whether it be mayor, governor, or president. The person leaving says, look what I left. My gosh, I've done everything you can. And, and even if things get better, it'll be because of what I did. And that's often true, by the way, because a lot of things people do three or four years ago, you don't feel the impact of them for three or four years. Uh, the media tends to focus on the short-term aspects. The other thing that you're, you're, you're seeing is the president uh, – President-elect Biden, he's going to say one thing and do another today. And I want you to look for this in your analysis with uh, Brett and uh, Vince later on today. This is what I predict. He's going to give a speech talking about being united. Let's unite as a country. Let's not be violent. Let's understand this transition. I'm here to represent all the people. I know a lot of you didn't vote for me, but I'm here to speak for you, too. We have to be united. Our country can survive this attack. He's going to mention the attack several times to remind people of the attack. He's going to use it for his own politics. This wasn't my attack. This was someone else's attack, and it's inexcusable. He won't bring up the riots of the past in the cities, but he will bring up the riot in the Capitol building and say we are a stronger nation. We will survive this. And it starts today. I'm the 
I'm the new breath of fresh air at the age of 80. <laughs> so here's a question for you along those lines. Now, we just heard President Trump in his final speech there before he got on Air Force One. He uh, wished the, the new administration great success. And he said the same phrase in his mm -hmm. farewell speech that was released yesterday afternoon. He did not mention Joe Biden by name. He should have mentioned. Will Joe Biden mention President Trump by name today? Maybe in a criticism. Mm -hmm. But I think he's got to be very careful because he has to remember 70 million people voted for him. In fact, if Biden were smart, he would say, I recognize that 70 million people voted for my opponent. I'm here to say to you, I'm going to represent you. And I, I respect that. However, then he's going to indirectly criticize Trump, maybe without using his name. And I don't think it's appropriate in an inauguration speech to use the name of the predecessor except for thanking your predecessor, which I did in my inauguration speech. I thank Governor Perdue for outstanding service to the state of North Carolina. Let's all give her a round of applause. That's what I did. I don't think I got that in Governor Cooper's speech. <laughs> I don't think he referenced me. Determined. I think it's the classy thing to do, and I think he ought to thank President Trump and his team for their hard work and on certain things. I think he ought to do it if he's really serious about uniting the country. Pres President Trump did not mention, or did mention, I should say, he did mention and thanked uh, Vice President Pence in his final address. Thank God he did it. It was the classy thing to do. I thought he should have mentioned, I wish Vice uh, President-elect Joe Biden and his wife Jill the best in their family, and I hope they enjoy the new home, especially since they didn't welcome them to the home. I think they should have welcomed them to their home. A lot of you may disagree with me. I'm sorry. I, I moved to the South in, in, at nine years old. I learned manners, and that is manners. And sometimes you use manners even when you don't want to. It's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to show your children that even when things don't go wrong, you show respect for the office, you show respect for police, you show respect for teachers, even when you might not like the teacher or the police officer. You say yes, sir, and yes, ma'am, and you show respect. Now, here's something. I just saw this tweet come across. This is from Maggie Haberman of the New York Times. Mm -hmm. it says, after all, Trump did leave Biden a note. White House officials confirm. Now, we may never see that note. Some of these notes that have been sent over the years have been made public, some haven't. But apparently, at least that transition tradition remained intact. Let's hope it wasn't, Although, you know, F. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other part, is one of the notes. No, I, I, you know, I, you know, he's actually a very good writer, and he's got good penmanship. I, I think you, I think that's good. I think it's the right thing to do. That's a classy thing to do. It's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do, no matter how much it hurts. I left Governor Cooper a note, and it, ew, but it was the right, it, I, actually, it wasn't hard to do. It wasn't a real long note. I was kind of rushed, I recall. I wish I would have put more thought into it. I left Anthony Fox a note. Um, I don't, I didn't make a copy of it. I imagine if they left him a note, they took a picture of that note. I guarantee you, someone took a picture of that note. Did Richard Venroot leave you a note? I don't recall, but Richard and I just had a great relationship, yeah. so I wouldn't.
be offended by that if he didn't. I, yeah. I can't remember how, how embarrassing it was such a long time ago. Um, I signed my name in the governor's desk, in the drawer of the governor's desk, and also put a plate. And I did the same thing with the mayor's desk, but I think someone whited it out. <laughs> in the mayor's desk, I think Anthony or someone, because I went back to the mayor's office as governor. I took a peek and I went, uh, it's not in there anymore. <laughs> and I thought that'd be cool to, you know, I thought every everyone who uses a desk like they do in the Senate. Yeah. All the people who use a desk in Congress or in the Senate sign their name in the desk. And I think that's pretty cool. Now, I didn't sign it through the wood. I just put my name. Now, in the governor's uh, desk. There are like five different desks you have to choose from, and I used the desk that Terry Sanford used, and I put a plate. His plate, nameplate, was inside the desk, and I put my nameplate inside the desk. Hmm. So no one knows it's there except for the governors that are using it. But from now on, whatever governors use that desk will hopefully have their nameplate. I think Cooper is using my old desk, too. Um it was a little smaller desk. It wasn't a huge desk. And most people are using Kennedy's desk. It's going to be interesting to see which desk Biden uses in the White House. The last three or four presidents have used Kennedy's desk, the famous one with John John mm-hmm. and the trap door or the secret door. 